listening to the Free Thinking Teacher Podcast, a candid look at the educational world from the mind of a veteran teacher who doesn't toe the line. These opinions are my own, but you're welcome to borrow them. Welcome to this episode of the Free Thinking Teacher Podcast. I am the Free Thinking Teacher, and today I'm delving into what I guess you would call an issue today. Uh, that being the student debt crisis. And I say that kind of tentatively because it's only a crisis in the sense that uh, I think people want to make political hay out of it. It's no more a crisis than any other sort of financial uh, burden that people have upon themselves. And that's what I'm going to delve into today is why this fake crisis is allowed to be such a, a big deal. A little personal background to help clarify the situation here. Uh, Yes, I had a student loan, and it was fairly significant. And through the process of deferrals and minimal payments and whatnot, uh, it did finally get it paid off, and it took about 20 years to do so. It sucked. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It was not uh, a great way to go through the early part of my adult life, but it existed for a reason. Uh, It's because I could not afford the school I went to, and so I took out loans to help cover those costs. It's, it's just a part of life, just like getting a car loan or a mortgage. So I'm not sure where the crisis part comes in, but uh, perhaps some of you out there can enlighten me to that through comments or uh, emails. I think the big problem here, the, the big beef I have with this is, um, besides the fact that people refuse to admit that it's just their own issue they have to deal with, is they're looking for the government to fix this problem. I'm not sure how or why the government could do that. I mean, they're just supposed to magically forgive all loans. They're supposed to pass a law telling banks to stop making such loans. That's not going to solve the problem. In fact, that may create a new problem is uh, there's a bunch of people out there who can no longer afford to go to school. It cannot uh, just create some law to make the debt evaporate. It's just not going to happen that way. The banks or lenders who make this uh, decision to offer this service do so in the terms of making money. And to be honest, they make it pretty reasonable to pay it back. That's not to say that uh, there aren't some shady dealers out there, people who make things a little more challenging than they need to be. But for the most part, the student loan process is a perverse but necessary evil. Uh, Let's take a look at the root of the issue. And that is why the hell is college so expensive? Why does it cost so much for that service? And um, I think if we boil down into the the realm of higher academia and we look at what you're actually paying for, you might actually see why this so-called crisis exists. It's not because of the loans. It's not because of the lenders. It's because of the way that schools are operated and are funded. If you look at what is on a college campus, you have all kinds of buildings which are likely donated or financed through endowments. uh, So that doesn't factor into the tuition. You do have uh, several faculty members and uh, the secondary and support staff that have to facilitate the needs of a college campus. That definitely is part of the tuition. But then look at some of the other items on campus. Um, I've been on a few college campuses in my life where I've seen they have the student support centers. That's all well and good. But then they have individual offices within those to match uh, pretty much every race, ethnicity, um, I guess, sexual preferences that exist. Do, do we really need that many different support centers to facilitate every single little 
nook and cranny of life? Or can we just have a center for support? Can we just have uh, you know, a counselor and alliance for students? Let's advocate for the student as a whole and start dividing ourselves into all these little subcategories, which is a whole other topic, which I will definitely delve into at some point. But each one of those little offices has its own staff, its own location, its own facilities, its own equipment. And so while you may have one or two offices that might be there to support the student, now you have that times 10, 15, 20 different little offshoots of those offices. That costs money. That's part of it. Look at some of the staff members, and this goes true with uh, K-12 schooling as well. All of the levels of administration and the assistant dean to left-handed wrench turning and the associate vice chancellor of, you know, skydiving. You have all of these jobs, all these people drawing a salary, drawing benefits uh, at or above average for the local municipality. That costs a lot of money. I think the root of the issue here is not the loans, it's not the lenders, it's not the debt. It is where that tuition that you are paying is going. If you were to boil it down to a little more reasonable sense, I think you would see that schools should be a lot more affordable than they are. They just choose not to be. So if you want your lawmakers to do something to aid in the so-called debt crisis, don't look at the lenders. Don't look at making your loans disappear. Look at where those loans are generated from. Look at the schools. Decide is that really where the money needs to be spent? You know, I realize as a person who had to pay off a student loan, yeah, it'd be great to have my debt disappear after the fact, but you have to look at where that money is going to start with, and then I wouldn't have as much debt at the end. Another uh, facet to this fake crisis here is uh, it's entirely optional. College is a choice you make, and if you want to make that choice, you have to find a way to pay for it. If you want to drive a car, a fancy car, one that's beyond your means, you have to find a way to pay for it. If you want to live in a home or even rent, you have to find a way to pay for it. Same is true with college. No one's saying you have to go to school. No one is saying you have to go to a particular school. Perhaps you need to go to something that's a little more within your means to pay for it. Those are all options that uh, people need to make. And I think a lot of People, especially in the younger generations, uh, don't want to have to face those decisions. They'd rather have somebody else solve the problem for them. And I'll admit, when I was in my late teens, early 20s, I was probably thinking along those same lines. And now that I'm much older than that, I realize that that's not the case and that needs to be fixed. So your options are find a way to pay for it. Find uh, something that's a little affordable. Here's an idea. Maybe you don't get to go to college. Maybe you need to decide uh, if that career avenue is right for you. In fact, I think a disservice we do to a lot of our high schoolers is we make them decide that college is just what automatically comes after high school. Uh, It's not always the case. It's not always necessary. There are plenty of successful people out there uh, in the trades or in other facets of life that may have never gone to college or certainly not uh, earned a degree. Um. You could also take it slowly. That college does not have to be done in four years. Uh, I'm a living example of that. Uh, Between the time I started school and the time I ended, uh, seven years elapsed. I took my time. I even had a few gaps in there so I could earn some money. Speaking of gaps, I'm a big proponent of the gap year. 
I think that that is something that uh, might help people mature a little more before they jump into the realms of higher academics. You know, take your time, go through this, take a year off, earn a bunch of money, earn a shitload of money in that year after high school. I guess I shouldn't use the term that you're going to earn a lot, but you could definitely earn some to pay towards that school or to take care of other expenses so that you're more prepared for school. It's all about taking responsibility. And I think ultimately that is what you're supposed to learn through college, but also as a part of the college vetting process and learning how to financially take care of that college process. It's all about the responsibility and who it falls on. So as to the student debt crisis, I think it's bogus. I think it's completely trumped up to make the politicians have another issue to talk about and a way to woo the younger voters. And um, it really doesn't exist. It's all about personal responsibility. I'll be back with my Welp review right after this. You're listening to the Free Thinking Teacher Podcast. Student debt is not fun to deal with, no doubt about it. However, this crisis that has been drummed up is nothing more than a scare tactic created for political gain. If anyone thinks lawmakers can make debt go away, they're fooling themselves. Fake crisis to curry votes. Zero stars. You've enjoyed the Free Thinking Teacher podcast. Intro and outro music are excerpts from Think About It by Ryan Anderson. Bumper music is from A Thought by Poddington Bear, both pieces courtesy of Free Music Archive. Please follow the thought process on Twitter at FTTeach and comment on the blog at FTTeacher.blogspot.com. Email topic ideas, comments, and questions to freethinkingteacher at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And remember, these opinions are my own but you're welcome to borrow them.